0: And Trevor Koppel. I mean, it, it's you, you. You you listed almost all of them, but there's almost too many to not have some slip through the cracks. All these surprises that the first half of the uh, the first ten weeks have brought us um, it's it's pretty nuts. Um, you know, going going into this weekend as a Vikings fan, uh, I have to remind myself, you know, pretty lucky to uh to be this excited about what's you know about the rest of the season the way the Vikings started and then losing Kirk Cousins for the rest of the season when we did uh you know, we shouldn't have anything cooking but we do um and uh you know you can't help but you know remember uh, I don't even know who said it first but you know the NFL is the greatest uh soap opera it really is it's just there's drama all the time uh teams are up, teams are down uh the surprises never stop coming and we love it I, or we hate it <laughs> or we hate it yeah <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> No, I and I've and I've been where they are, um, and uh, oh, oh yeah, I've I've had I've had bad days. Um, oh, I've I've been I've been on the extreme northern reaches of Canada, sir. I've been north, uh, but uh, but no, I mean it's that that's I've said it on this podcast before. That's one of my favorite things about this league is you know going into a season you can always have hope in your team because you never know who's going to surprise the whole league and just just come alive, dominate, make it to a Super Bowl when they weren't supposed to. Um, It just, it's why we love watching the game. I mean, I think it's good. Uh, yeah, I know that, like, you know, if you have, uh, you know, two teams that, you know, two small market teams that weren't expected to be there and, uh, you know, end up making it to the Super Bowl, there's always going to be people like uh, Colin Cowherd who are disappointed and this isn't going to be a good Super Bowl. And, and uh, to that I say Pooey. Uh, you're not a real football fan if you can't get excited about the teams that make it that uh, were less expected. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that's my take on that whole thing. Like, it, I, I love the parody. I love the surprises. Uh, when I mean, I can empathize if it's your team that's supposed to win and they don't. That That's not a good feeling. That's not a good surprise. But uh, as a Vikings fan who's rarely watching their team, Uh, Make it deep into the postseason. I I like the uh, the underdogs that go on a Cinderella run and, uh, and 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 make it. It's really fun to watch. It's a great story. That's 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 the problem with baseball fans. You know, I mean? if I was a baseball fan, I would have been really excited about that matchup. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. I don't. No, not really. Uh, I mean, I I can enjoy it. I I love watching it with people who do love it. You know, I can I can get into that energy, but like I don't sit at home and watch baseball all weekend the way I'll watch football all weekend. Um, and uh you know i i if I was a baseball fan, I'd be sick of watching you know Red sox Yankees like give me a that's that's what's boring to me <laughs> i i yeah, you can call it that and I'm not saying it's not, but it's boring but <laughs> yeah i i i i can empathize with both of them on that <laughs> no, no 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 that's uh these days that's a total snooze fest ooh how many uh how many cc's of that delicious brown gravy do you have for us this week Rob ha <laughs> Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh... No, his name's not me.
1: <laughs>
0: well, it uh it certainly would be the last I don't know if nail in the coffin is the right analogy, but it would be like it's undoubtedly over, you know, um, or at least you know on to the next chapter. I'm not saying that they won't have success beyond uh, this dynasty, but uh, it's it's really fun to speculate. But man, it's so if, if the way I look at it, it's so just because of who Bill Belichick is and who he's always been to the media. Uh, it's impo- I I think it's impossible to know his mind. You know, does he want to go coach in LA if he can't coach in New England? I I can't begin to speculate. You know, as to what he. I I can I can tell you what I would think if that happened. Uh, it'd be bonkers. Um, I think it'd be a. You know whether whether you think uh, you know the game has passed him by or not. Um, he, he'd have a much better roster with, uh, with the chargers and I would consider it an upgrade in coaching for the chargers right away. Um, so as a, as a football fan who wants to always see the best, you know, product, uh, I'm all about Belichick stepping in, uh, to, uh, that position next season for the chargers. I think it'd make them really competitive in that division. Um, but, uh, but that's, it's. I can't really picture, you know, Mister New England in L.A. That that's just be bizarre. You know, that'd be like seeing a shark on a mountaintop. It's like, what? Is, what is this doing here? Um, so, uh, so yeah, it, it's. It's another one of those wait and see situations with this with this game that I love, uh, because yeah, it, it's, you know. I can talk on and on about what it might be like if he did, but but actually predicting whether or not he would is almost impossible for me. I can't I can't say at all um, whether it's something he would do or would not do. Um, I think the charges would be fools not to get him if they could. Ah, yes, daily. Exactly. Well, and that's. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, when you, when you look at the team, you can absolutely see it. Like, yeah, why wouldn't he want a really uh, good defensive roster and a, a young, talented, uh, stereotypical quarterback like, like Justin Herbert? I say stereotypical in a good way, you know. Uh, uh, you know, moves in the pocket well, tall, good arm, uh, good vision downfield. Like, like, proto- prototypical, thank you. Um, uh, that's a much better word. <laughs> uh, but you know, you know, like, like all the, all the football aspects make perfect sense for Bill Belichick, but like Southern California, Bill Belichick, come on. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. I'm <laughs>
1: Ha <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Yeah, this the yeah. This is an understandably close game. Uh two good defenses. I, I give a slight edge to the Browns. Um uh gosh, did the Browns they they beat the Ravens last week, right? Yeah, that was and that was just a, a really good game. A really good game. So uh to be at home um you know it's it's a shame i haven't been able to watch more of the browns i'm not sure how much of their success uh i can attribute to deshaun watson uh certainly not their defensive su- success but uh i uh i i understand how you know, it's a, it's it's right that that vegas would call this game so close um but I'm I'm gonna go with them on this one. I say the Browns eke out a, a real close victory at home. Um the Steelers they're six and three, they're tough, it's a division matchup. Um but I I, I hesitate to say this, but it's just how I feel. that I don't think the Steelers are as good as their six and three record. Um there, there, it's out. Um but uh but yeah so i i like this one i do think it's going to be a lot of defense like you said they're uh the steelers struggle a bit the browns are missing chubb and now uh they're starting quarterback um so the over under i i think it'll be low scoring i am going to take the over on the 32 and a half though um yeah just barely just barely uh I, I yeah, I can't take the under. it's just a little too low. but yeah, I like the Browns to win um, to one point spread, so I'll take them to beat that one point spread and I'm going to take the over here. Uh, I think uh well I want to ask you a question. Would you start Jameer Gibbs over Travis Etienne? All right, all right. I also just picked up also just picked up Matthew Stafford. Thank you. Um anyways. <laughs> uh I, I, I like that Field I like that Justin Fields is back. Um, you know, the, the Bears the poor Bears—they don't have a lot left to play for this season, uh, but Justin Fields certainly does. Uh, I think if he can finish the season strong, um, you know, if 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 the Bears could just finish the season with with Justin Fields as the identity of that offense, something to build around, because I feel like that's that's who he was last year. Uh, with those really impressive games with the really high run totals uh, for for that guy um, but but with you know specifically to this game I, you know him coming back uh, makes this a game worth watching uh, I still have to take the lions straight up the lions are gonna win this game uh, seven and a half point spread is a little tricky because I I'd, I'd like to say the lions win by a touchdown but I Yeah, playing at home, I'm still going to have to take the Lions to beat the spreads. Maybe they win by eight points or ten points. Uh, but, uh, you know, with Justin Fields back, I do think the Bears will be competitive. I'm going to have to take the over here. Um, I like the Lions' defense. I do. It keeps them in games. They they make they make uh, the plays they need late in the game, but they, they allow some points. Uh, the, the Lions have won some close high-scoring games. Um, so I like the over on the 47-and-a-half here. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's what it is. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean this I mean I I love seeing the Packers with a losing record. I I love seeing them lose at home. But uh this will be my first upset of the week. Um just because the like you said it's a California team on the road in the cold rain, uh, snow would almost be easier than this freezing rain that they're expecting. Um so you know, I I I don't hide the, my dislike of the Packers, um, but I honestly feel that uh, that they're better than their three and six record. Um, they're two and two at home. Chargers are two and two away. Uh, the Chargers. I know that uh, if you're a Chargers fan, you're not giving up hope yet. They. They uh, they could still turn this season around, but I just I don't think it's going to happen uh, on the road at Lambeau Field this week. And uh, I'll even say I, I, I even think the Packers are better coached, um, which is saying something because I don't I don't think that much of of Lafleur. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm taking the Packers in this one uh, upset and the over under. I feel like both of these defenses have underperformed. Um, they're, they've not lived up to the the potential of that side of their rosters. Um, so I'm going to take the over, even in the even in the weather. I'm going to take the over on the forty three and a half. Jeez. Yeah, um I mean the Raiders we we were talking about this a little bit before we got on the air tonight. I was saying how are the Raiders 5 and 5? They're 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 so bad. Um and they they've they've come away with wins over you know there's just just a lot of struggling teams in the league this year and they've been fortunate enough to uh to play good in those games. Um but uh, I give the Raiders no chance here. I'm um, gonna take Miami to beat the spread. I think they win by 14 points, maybe more. Um, I am gonna take the over here because the the Dolphins' strength is that that track team offense. Um, it's more of an opportunistic defense. Um, so I, I do think the Raiders will find the scoreboard and uh, and drive that over on the over under. But uh, definitely love the Dolphins at home this week. Yeah. Coming back, yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, at this one this one is just, you know, let's get this out of the way. Uh yeah, I think Washington will win. Uh the 9 point spread seems a little high at first for a team like Washington, but like you said, what we've seen from the Giants, I'll take Washington to win by 10. Um that over under I'm I'm taking the Commanders to win, Commanders to beat the spread. I'm taking the under here. I've just got no no faith in the Giants' offense right now. Uh, the Commanders, even trading away half their starting D line, uh, I think uh, I think they hold the Giants to close to nil in this game. Huh. Yeah. No, I, I, you're not getting any arguments from me. I, I thought he was amazing in college. Um, the, some of the plays I saw him make as a sooner were just, just incredible. Um, so, uh, you know, like you said, Dak Prescott's real hot right now. And, and that's why CD lamb is doing as well as he is. Um, receivers are only as good as the, the person throwing the ball. Um, so, uh, see, so yeah, I, I think CeeDee Lamb would have been in this elite wide receiver conversation sooner uh, if Prescott was a little more consistent year in and year out, or I should say, you know, throughout the season. Um, yeah, this game, I mean, I, I'm going to take the Cowboys to win. I'm going to take the Cowboys to beat the spread. Um, I like the over on this one because I think, uh, you know, uh, the Panthers' rookie quarterback—he's—he's he's getting a little more confidence, even if he's not getting the wins. Um, and the Cowboys—gosh, uh, who is a uh, uh, Van der Esch—is out for the season, um, career-ending. Jesus, uh, that you hate to hear that because uh, he's—he's a seriously good football player. Um, but that defense, that. That really good Cowboys defense is starting to look a little depleted. And, uh, you know, these, uh, middle linebackers, they don't get the, uh, the, been anchored by that, uh, that middle linebacker position. Um, and I know he's not Micah Parsons, but, uh, But I think the Cowboys' defense is going to be a little bit vulnerable. So I'm taking the over uh, to go along with the Cowboys winning by uh, more than the spread. So... About that they usually do. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, the, you know, I don't know. With Justin Fields coming back, I'll take Chicago out of the conversation there. But yeah, Titans and Panthers might be the biggest turd bowl I can imagine right now, <laughs> like the Super Bowl, but the opposite, like the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah I'm picking Jacksonville um I like Jacksonville to beat the spread they lost a tough heartbreaker last week uh to a uh did they get blown out sorry oh that was that's that was pretty close it was a pretty close game uh yeah yeah heart heart heartbreaker um but uh, I like the Jags <laughs> yeah I uh, I think the Jaguars are going to bounce back there. Um, I, I like their coach. I like their roster. Um, it's uh, it's a team. I I hate this phrase, but because uh, it's just so overused. That's a team that's playing with a chip on its shoulder. That's a franchise with a chip on its shoulder. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think the Jags have a big. I like them to beat the spread here. I'm uh, taking the over, uh, even if the Titans can't find the scoreboard. I think. I think the Jags hang forty points on them, uh, so so there you go. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Could be, could be, yeah. No, I yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, uh, I I I love this match. This is the sneaky good matchup of the week. Um, uh, I don't I don't think either of these teams are gonna make a ba- I mean, the Cardinals are almost eliminated from playoffs. Um, the the Texans, I don't think they're gonna. Make a big splash in the postseason this year, um, but these are really great storylines, and the matchup is a little more even than the records would suggest because um, the Cardinals absolutely a different animal with with Kyler Murray playing. Uh, Kyler Murray, uh, his season is just getting started, um, and then with the Texans, and this this is not by any means an overstatement. C.J. Stroud is having the best true rookie season I've ever seen. Uh, maybe the best in the history of the league. Um, it's just, just incredible. Um, and, and the way the Texans have gone from the doormat to a five and four team at, at week 10. Um, it's just, it's you, the, this is what I was talking about earlier, uh, in this episode which is I, I love this parody. I love seeing teams turn it around, uh, and, and demand respect where they weren't getting it. Um, so I'm very excited about this game. I'll be watching. Um, I am going to take Houston to win at home, um, but uh, but I definitely – I think this is close. I'm going to take the Cardinals to cover. I think the Texans win by three points or less, uh, but I do think that they win, and I like the over on the 48-and-a-half. I think the Cardinals are are going to be a little bit of a scoring machine here in the second half of the season. So. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, they, they definitely, I, I will not be surprised if the Texans make the playoffs at all. Um, and, and even with the incredible rookie season, he's. It, it's just, even with what C.J. Stroud has done, the playoffs are different, and it's really hard to predict that a rookie would make a deep playoff run, uh, especially in the AFC, where it's already really, really competitive. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I love this game. Yeah. You know, without, you know, I'll I'll dive right into the spread. I'll I'll take the Buccaneers to cover the spread. I'll, I mean, I think the 49ers will win. Um, we saw them bounce back in a big way against what I think is a really good Jags team. Um so I do like the 49ers to win another game at home. Uh, another step closer to being on that, you know, postseason path that they expect to be on. Um, but I, I'm very confident that the Buccaneers will make it a closer game than 11 and a points. Um, the 49ers, I think they win by 10 points tops. Um, so, so I do like the Buccaneers to cover the spread. Uh, the over/under 41 and taking the over, absolutely. That's right. <laughs> right. 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 It, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little disappointing that this game isn't more exciting. Uh, the bills just, uh, I think it was Bill Belichick who said, uh, you lose more games than you win. Uh, meaning, you know, it's, it's about not committing the mistakes that lead to a loss more than, than making the plays that, that lead to a win. Um, the bills they they dropped i mean it, this is a little on the note. they dropped the ball uh last week 22 men on the field to undo a missed field goal um with with time running out i mean what did i say oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 12 12 men on the field um it is it is we want them all um anyways, yeah <laughs> um I I do like the bills to win this one um, it's another home game for the bills the the Jets they're just they're just that bad on offense right now um I'm gonna take the bills to win. I'm gonna take the bills to beat the seven point spread and I'm taking the under. Um, even with all the injuries, I think the bills defense is just going to be too much for this jets team, uh, which is a real shame because they've got some good young weapons. Um, I'd like to hear, and I know you're getting to this anyways, but I'd like to hear your analysis on, uh, on Brees hall in this matchup. I, I've, Yeah. Well, they... The Bills just got some run depth, uh, or, sorry, run defense depth with... Uh, they added uh, Linval Joseph uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, he's he's a little long in the tooth to be playing the majority of the downs, but he's really good relief for that interior line. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the the more they sorry, the more the Jets struggle with the pass game, the harder Brees Hall's job gets. Uh, so so that's my fantasy dilemma right now. I've got uh, Etienne Hall and uh, Gibbs, and I have to start two of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that that's so for me it's like I don't know I don't know who to bench, Etienne or Hall. Um Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I it's not like I have a tough fantasy I'm going to win my fantasy matchup this week. Uh Hubris, thy name is me. Uh but I I I still want to put the best starting uh roster out there. Um Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, this game, let's move on. Uh, Buffalo's going to win. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I uh I got a good feeling about Matthew Stafford's return. Um I thought he was playing some really great football uh beginning of the year. Um it's only technically an upset, but this will be my other, my, my second upset of the week. Uh, I like the Rams to win this one at home. Um, it'll uh, tighten up that uh, uh, NFC West race just a little bit. Um, yeah, uh, I think uh, I think the Seahawks will be chasing the 49ers after this week. Um, but uh, the forty six and a half over under, uh, I like the over here. Um, both of these defenses uh can play tough, but uh they've also been giving up uh big points here and there i I like this game to go over the forty six and a half uh but I think the Rams come out on top oh yeah so, yeah, it could be. That's right. Uh, I will be there. Um, I will be able to see the field from the upper deck. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm, really, I'm really excited about this game. Um, you know, I, I was excited when the schedule was announced. I, I right away made plans to get my stepfather out here. We want to go to the game. I've, I've never been to a Vikings regular season game before. Um, and I've got a lot of great memories uh, at Empower Field. I think that's what they're calling it these days. Um, but uh, you know, it's, it's a great place, especially for a, a cold-weather night game. I'm very excited about it. Um, you know, neither one of these teams had a good start to the season. They both uh, they both found a way to get on a streak right now. The Vikings have five wins coming in. The, the Broncos with three wins in a row coming in. Um, and some of these wins they're just they come down to the wire they come down to uh incredible or bizarre plays um and so i'm just i'm expecting a really interesting clo- i mean if there's one thing i can guarantee about this game it's going to be close i can't imagine either of these two teams blowing out the other and uh and that's something to look forward to is just a really a g a game that you're you're no one's going home until until it's over. Um so uh so yeah, very excited about this game. Uh Denver favored by two and a half points. That's really really close spread. Um and uh I think I get it, you know. Josh Dobbs on a new team. Um but uh you know you you guys judge for yourselves if i'm being biased but i'm this is this would my, be my last upset here i'm taking the vikings to win uh i think with uh you know kevin o'connell they're calling him a quarterback whisperer an offensive guru and i, I certainly think he deserves a lot of credit but i think the thing that really doesn't i don't want to say get gets overlooked but it, it's it's getting overlooked it's uh it's the effect of the uh, defensive coordinator Flores. He has, in a season, turned around this terrible. Vi- I mean, last year the Vikings' defense was just awful, uh, dead last or close to it in every defensive category, and ten weeks into this season, they have snuck into a. They're they're a by anal- by any analytics they're a top ten defense. Uh, maybe not top five, but they are a top 10 defense in the league. And and I just think it's going to be a little too much for the Broncos to overcome the way that they have been winning. Um, you know, uh, you hear it a lot right now. Russell Wilson's playing better. Um, certain, uh, certain statistics are pretty undeniable that he's been doing better, but I think it's because they've really embraced – what I, I give Sean Payton credit for finding a way to win with what he's got. He's, he's a good coach. That's what they do. Um, they're relying on the run game twice as much during this three-game winning streak as they did before. And Russell Wilson is throwing it less, and he's not throwing it as far, with the exception of that amazing touchdown to Cortland Sutton, uh, which is definitely just looked like the old Russ Um but uh, I I think the Vikings defense is going to be the difference maker here, and uh, yeah, I like the Vikings to upset, and uh, they're certainly not a lockout defense. So I'm going to take the uh, I'm going to take the over here on the 42 and a half, and I and I think it's close. I think uh, I think both teams score. Just around 20, maybe a little over 20 points a piece. But I like the Vikings to come out on top. I've been thinking a little bit about this game. <laughs> So I he, he left with a concussion last week, so I think he's uh more than likely not gonna play this, this uh weekend. So, that's uh Ty Chandler, yeah. Fifty (laughs) seven. I think so. Yeah. yeah, well, we we're, we're, we're not gonna we're, we're, we're not gonna get hyped up for Swift, whatever. Uh, but uh, but this I mean I, I love football, I love the Super Bowl and I love this Monday night matchup. Um, not to mention that you know, it's just three days before our Thanksgiving matchups, um, which uh, might have a little bit to say. Uh, at the end of this, this episode. But uh, I, I like this game. Uh, I I like the line on this game. Um, I think it's going to be a close one. I think we're going to see some really good football. Uh, but I like the Chiefs to win at home in prime time in November. Um, and, uh, and it's, I, I don't think it'll be a bad loss for the Eagles. Um, I think in in a lot of you know big picture this could be exactly what the Eagles need uh to to lose this game to the team they lost to in the Super Bowl that's that's fuel going into December um so uh you know, i could see this game going either way but i i just i have a feeling the Chiefs win this one uh it, it's exactly what the Chiefs need and i think it's what the Eagles need too um so, two and a half point spread. I got, if I'm taking the Chiefs to win, I'm taking them to win by three. Um, so I like the Chiefs to, to beat that spread. The 45.5 over under, this gets tough. Uh, cause I could see this game going well over that, well over it. But it is November in Arrowhead Stadium at night. Um, so I, I could see the defenses coming up with some pretty big plays as well. Um, ultimately, I got to go with the over here, but I, I think it's going to be close. Uh, I think points are going to come somewhat sporadically. I, I, I think there will be some good defense. I think we'll see some uh, some more punting than you'd expect from this game earlier in the year during the, during daylight hours. Um, but I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I take the Chiefs to win at home, taking the over.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha!
0: Oh man, uh, and I, I love so I've been to a couple of Big Twelve Conference championships at Arrowhead night games, cold weather. Uh, those are my memories of Arrowhead. Uh, you know, the stadium lit up and a dark sky. Every you can see everybody's breath, and it is it's an atmosphere. It's it's a really exciting place to watch football. Yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> well, the last thing I'll say about Week Eleven, Rob, is that the Patriots are not going to lose. Um, they're they're not going to win, but they're not going to lose, uh, and that's that's all I'll say about Week Eleven. Uh, what I wanted to say real quick here at the end, uh, you know, next week, uh, more than likely, you're going to catch our analysis between Thanksgiving and the rest of the, uh, the weekend, um, every year for, for a long time, I hear this debate like, Oh, they need to end this tradition. we want good games on Thanksgiving. Why do the Detroit lions play every year on Thanksgiving? And I've always defended that, uh, that tradition because I'm a believer in the underdog. And I, I always thought it was special, uh, when, you know, they could get a rare victory, um, Last year they lost, but they actually played a really good game. And this year, man, I love it. They're playing Green Bay. Uh, You know, looking forward to that game. I'm taking. I'm taking the Lions this year. The Lions win on Thanksgiving. I love it. All right, all right. I'm just. I'm so excited.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah.